Ready to get your business social media on? Settle in because leveling up your business social media is here on the eGen Solutions Podcast with host Jennifer Sennett. Welcome to the show. All right, we are live for another episode of eGen Solutions Podcast version, of course. And I am so excited to introduce to you Joseph McDonald, and he's uh, owner of McDonald. What did I say? McDonald. Did I say McDonald, like old McDonald? Like old McDonald. It's elementary school all over again. <laughs> Sorry. McConnell, right? Yep. I went too fast. So Joseph McConnell, and I'm going to keep this in there so everybody knows nothing is perfect. But Joseph has been in the, involved in the TV and film industry for almost 20 years. And he's had a, an array of um, positions. And I'm looking at your list here. It's impressive. You've been associate producer, location manager, editor, director, producer. And you've worked as an executive producer, or you still work, I believe, as an executive producer for Frame 144, which is a boutique mm-hmm. advertising agency. Mm-hmm. And you have your, you graduated in 2004 with a BA in contemporary arts. Did I get that right? You did get that right. Yay. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming. And uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about. And I didn't even tell you what I was going to ask you. So this is going to be even more fun. (laughs) One of the things, you know, you provide for your business, you provide videos for small businesses and commercials, and you do the whole gamut. You edit. Um, I've worked with you with editing and you, you do a great job and you can really tell a story. And that's what I was so impressed with by you. Can you tell us just a little bit more about how you kind of approach it with small businesses and some suggestions, anything you want, really? Yeah, more sure. about what you do and how you can help. So I worked for a number of years in film and TV. And 20. 20, yes. That's and a lot. You, you said all the nice jobs that I have. You didn't say the production assistant or driver when I was taking out the trash for many years. And getting you worked yelled. way up then. But yeah, so I worked my way up and then worked on film and TV shows. And then over the years, started working on commercials and some uh, small commercials, some being big commercials, half a million dollars or a million dollars. And uh, I really just watched how much money businesses are kind of throwing away off of, on one commercial, one 30 second spot or one minute spot that goes on TV and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. And everyone's very excited about it. And you get famous directors on them and it's a wonderful hoopla. And, People like me get a lot of money, but at the end of the day, like you or I are watching the TV and that commercial's here and it's gone. Right. And then there's no, I was thinking there's no options really for small businesses because what do you see apart from a big McDonald's or a Ford commercial? Then you see a crappy commercial for a local lawyer or a plumber that looks like it was made for $10 and they're screaming at you and there's like no in between. So that's when I wanted to start doing ads for small businesses and keep the cost low because I know how to write and direct and produce. So it's just kind of me, a one man show coming in with my camera and materials. If they want more than a hire a small crew, but it's still like within the reasonable budget of a thousand to $10,000 and the business isn't going to have to spend like be bid by certain companies, 25, 50,000 just for a day for one commercial. That's what I was going to ask you. What is typical? So when you say commercial, so we're talking a small business wants to have a commercial done that's going to be aired on like a major network or local affiliate network. And that can be how long? 30 seconds, 60 seconds, typically? 15 to 30 seconds. Oh, okay. 
which like coincidentally is a local bank or your local um, dealership or something that is like a small franchise. Yeah. They'll do a local one, but it'll still cost them twenty-five dollars to $75,000 just for a one-off 30-second spot. Wow. That's not including how much it costs to put it on the air. That's just oh, yeah. the cost of making You're it. You're right, because you have to then uh, get that spot from the media company. So someone like Chipotle or Disney or uh, Mercedes, they can afford a million dollar ad and they air it and they have a famous person in it and wonderful, everybody's happy. Those brands are huge for, let's say, someone who's small, like a burger joint that has only three restaurants. They have a little money that they want to put out there, but when they look to make a commercial and they get a bid, it's typically they'll get bids of 50 grand to start. And that's just for one, one ad. Okay. And they'll end up spending maybe a hundred thousand overall because then they want to place that ad elsewhere, you know. And as you know, Instagram, Facebook, the wave of the future. So, offering small businesses like a local uh, farm stand or a local candy store or something like that, mm-hmm. they don't have the money to advertise. Maybe they know they could just shoot it themselves and post it, and that's fine. But they, maybe they say, ah, I want to put $500 behind this or $2,000 and make it look nice. Uh-huh. And then that's where like someone like me would come in and, and give them this commercial, but you wouldn't get this one commercial. You get like a group of content. So they could post it over the course of a month. Well, that was my next thing. Okay, so you said 15 to 30 seconds. But coincidentally, that is about how long you want your videos to be on Facebook and Instagram, really anything more than that. You know, and as you and I know, three seconds is really all you have for video to get someone's attention. And I, I even think it's, it's less than that, to be honest with But um, that's the stats. Do you, so when you come in and you talk to someone, do you kind of give them an idea of like, look, we can do this, this one big shoot, and then this is how we take pieces from it to use for social media? Yeah, I'll, I'll basically say, like, go to my YouTube because I have a wealth of footage there that I've. Uh, and work that I've done. So I'll just say like, we can make it look like this and this is, you know, it'll cost X amount. Mm -hmm. If you want something more, like you want to achieve something more than that, we can do that, but that'll cost you, you know, X more amount of money. And then basically I say it's up to them, like how you want to break up your content. Do you want four 15 second ads? Do you want three 30 seconds and a five second one like how do you want to do this yeah and that's really up to them i mean i'd recommend like hey we should do a 15 second and a 30 second and two or three seven seconds that'll give you a month's worth of content every week you can post a new video well even if you release one once a month that now gives you how many you know if you develop a storyline or you know however you want to do that but that content can be used on instagram their websites their Facebook, which we know is, is loving video right now, everything. And that's not that bad. So I know for you, because you edit some of these podcasts for us, even that is a, is a great service because we can do teasers and things of that nature that really get people interested in coming over to the full version. And even that can be a resource for people. So what, um, in fact, I'm going to share my screen here. Can you, I think you can see if you give me just a second here. 
I'm hoping I'm sharing. Oops, I'm not sharing the right screen. Hold on. <laughs> you can tell us just a little bit about, did it again. What is happening? No. <laughs> this is what happens when you go live. I guess so. So we, you have one, which is a brewing company. Yes. And so that's what we're looking at here. So this is hipster beer reviews. Now, was this whole idea kind of thought up and produced by you? Um, somewhat, but not entirely because, so this is Sam Masoto. He's the owner of Bond Place Brewing Company in Bethlehem, okay. Pennsylvania. I actually went to high school and college with him. Okay. And yeah. just so, because I, I'm going to stop because we're, we're in video, we can oh, see sure. everything. So for those that are listening, we're actually on YouTube, um, on Joe's um, YouTube channel. And we have a gentleman that looks like he's got beer cans. It is a very hipster, even beginning shot. <laughs> he's got beer cans. Uh, he's got a, one can open a glass and he's sitting sideways looking out, I'm assuming. Okay, so go ahead. Tell us, break it down. So, so yeah, so Sam loves uh, goofy movies and parodies, and his um, his customers like parodies too because he posts two videos a week, and his customers look forward to it because it just breaks up their day and makes them makes them laugh. So we're doing kind of like an SNL variety show thing where he has all these ideas for characters, and he already had some before I came on board. And then I just come in and say, hey, let's do this with that character. So he has this guy who's like a parody of a hipster. And then he's got these Italian guys, uh, Nicky Bones and the Alsatian, which is a joke of like this super hipstery European guy. <laughs> and then uh, depending on the beer release, what type of beer is coming out, we might develop new characters or we'll use the same, recycle the same like group of six to 12 characters that his customers like and then we'll play around with it if the video doesn't do well or the customers aren't talking about it when they come to the bar we'll get rid of that one yeah a lot of, a lot of the times the customers will come in and do lines from the videos so in our minds we're like great they like that character so let's make something else with that character in like three weeks because we don't want to like overload and right. burn it out but so this guy's hipster beer reviews. He's just supposedly like a dorky hipster who wanted to work at Bond Place Brewing Company, but he never asked them because he's too nervous. So he just does beer reviews of their beer. And that's so far where he's gone. Okay. So he had these characters already developed. Now he has a, a, a brewing company. I'm assuming there's a bar in there as well, obviously. And that's where customers come in. So he's developed in real life previous to you arriving. He's had these characters developed. Mm -hmm. And so what you did is you translated that into an online version of what he was already doing right. to get more exposure, basically, and well, create more story. He's an actor by background. He, oh, is he? He and his wife did Tony and Tina's Wedding, the traveling show for oh, yeah. years. So okay. he, he has a lot of like creativity. And he was filming these like on just his camera, but then he wanted to like kind of up the game and put in editing and make it a little cleaner looking. How long are each of these videos? Uh, they're usually 59 seconds. Some we've done 30 seconds or 40 seconds, but usually 59 seconds because they're meant for Instagram and Instagram settings are up to one minute per video. 
now that IGTV is out, you can have up to 10 minute videos, but you have to shoot them in a different format. Um, they have to be completely horizontal. So then it kind of looks weird when we're shooting on, I shoot on the Canon 7D and it looks a little weird because then you have to squish the frame down and okay. it looks natural. So we just do one minute videos. Have you been working with Instagram TV? I mean, I obviously have not yet. So can you tell us a little bit about that or what you know about yeah, it? Yeah, so um, I learned about IGTV a little while before it came out. And yeah, I've been editing some old videos for IGTV. Okay. But getting the settings right is kind of complicated. So this, for example, I'm shooting in 1080p or 1080i uh, HD. And it's a regular um, aspect ratio of like widescreen. But then you have to convert that into horizontal, which IGTV is four by five, I think is their aspect ratio, which is like a strange, it's, it's fine if you videotape horizontal on your phone, but then if you're uh, importing from other cameras, you really have to convert it and then it looks like it's squished. So IGTV is really cool. Like it'll uh, take over YouTube eventually and everyone can just go to Instagram and see everything there. Really? It pops up like a story. So if the bomb if Bomb Place Brewing Company posts an IGTV video, it'll pop up as if it's a story. And then you can click on it and they'll say, like, do you want to watch this? Yes. And we'll go straight to it. So it's really cool. Um I haven't I haven't started posting to it yet because of the aspect ratio issues. So can you keep that Instagram story then um highlighted? Yeah, I think you can keep it highlighted and it always stays in your IGTV. Yeah, so then you can kind of keep that up as an episode that, you know, at whatever point they come to your page, it's still there. It's not that 24-hour and it's gone thing. So as long as you keep posting content, people will get sent to your IGTV and they might see your list of, oh, they did other ones and I'll click on that and watch it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, and so this has been working out well for them? Yeah, they're doing, they actually have like a really good uh, – rate of engagement from their customers and um i don't know exactly how well it translates into more beer being sold because you can never tell that like no one orders beer over the phone right but, but they're busy all the time and uh they're getting at least a thousand or more views per video and they only have i think six thousand followers well that's good that's good yeah sometimes they'll get 2,000 or 2,500 or sometimes I'll get only 750, but that's the range that they're getting. And that's, yeah, that's good engagement rate. That's good. And, um, and he likes it and makes him happy as the boss. So. Oh, you know, as long as they're happy, right? Yeah. Um, awesome. So I'm just going to do a little adjustment here. Can you tell us, um, cause I just changed like the, the, the view of him. Um, should we try to play it? I don't know if everyone will hear it though. Uh, yeah, you can go for it. I'm Lucas Rivers, and this is Hipster Beer Reviews. Today, I'm at Bond Place Brewing Company with my friends, Bond Place Brewing Company. And I'm going to be reviewing Mui. Today, I'm going to do a side-by-side. -side. Awesome bouquet on Bond Place. And now for a taste of each. <laughs> I 
So he really gets into his character, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. That's cute. That's cute, Joe. Mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, we've done, um, so far, I've been with them like a little over six months, and we've done about 75 videos. I only posted, I think, 49 on YouTube so far. Okay. But I would think that, you know, as a business owner, he can take a look at how things were when you started, um, yeah. you know, business-wise and what the increase has been since you've been going. Right. So I would assume that that is a good judgment of, you know, you know where your marketing efforts are, are being placed right now and does it increase? Right. I would guarantee you he probably does. He's probably got an increase with them. And even if it's not increasing um, beer sales, it's keeping his customers happy. And he's, he has a lot of regulars Yeah. because of that. So. Well, and I'm sure they share and they talk about it. And so it goes viral in that, in that aspect. They have something to talk about. And yeah. then they get to see the bar like, oh, they were filming right here. And Do they also then give suggestions? Um, yeah, I think, I think they have made suggestions to one of the bartenders kevin my niece alex actually wrote the last video that we did because she was excited about them so she gave us an idea and it was it was actually pretty good so i'm like all right let's try that. that but yeah we've yeah we've had a few people come in and give suggestions but that's how you build a community too and everyone's waiting yeah. for it and excited and so that's awesome yeah um so obviously video has worked. You've seen it in Instagram. Have you used it in other places that you've seen it work? Uh, is Facebook or YouTube, anything like that, that you've had past experience with? I never had uh, good luck with like going viral on YouTube or anything. Okay. But um, yeah, I've noticed it works sometimes here and there on YouTube. Uh, two years ago, my girlfriend and I did just a travel show for fun. Mm -hmm. All the good times on a dime. And it was just tips to help budget travelers like I want to go to Hungary but I only have two thousand dollars and these things online say it would cost thirty five hundred and it's like tips on how to actually have fun but not spend so much money. So we did an episode on Iceland which was twenty seven or twenty three minutes long and it didn't get very many views. But then I did about ten or twelve mini episodes of two minutes each where I would say, oh today we're discussing this landmark. Or, or this place to go to in Iceland. And one or two of them ended up getting like several hundred views more than the other. So, and had a few comments. So it's like, okay, some of them were working, like people are looking it up. It's just the attention span, you know, the two minute one is obviously better than the 23 minute one. Yeah. And I will also uh, just because of what I do with social media, I will guarantee you that you probably had those landmarks, na landmark names in the title of those videos. And then that was what, because you remember YouTube is the second largest uh, search, you know, and or search where people go to search. Right. Um, and so if they're looking at, I want to see maybe, you know, whatever landmark was yeah. a lagoon or whatever. Um, and you've got a video now you're come up and search, but also don't forget too that um, YouTube and Google play very nicely. So you can rank on first page of Google in a search with your title as well so that that's really where video on youtube is, is is important in that game and i apologize everything is so dark because i've had a storm move in so it got very dark here quickly 
Um, but anyway, thank you. Um, so tell me a little bit about you. So you've been 20 years, and as you said, you've uh, started. What was your first job in the in the industry? My first job out of college um, was on The Apprentice with Donald Trump. Really? I think it was like season four or five. I forget. Um, what did you I do? Started, I started as a production assistant, so I was in the office uh, taking phone calls, taking out the garbage, uh, tidying up the fridge. But that, that job was insane because at the time they were such a big TV show and they had 400 crew members on it. Wow. They were making so much money. We, were, we would throw out like 40 bags of garbage each person and there were several PAs. So we were just tossing sound like it was just a, a little you did. it was a little machine yeah that's all I, that's all i was doing but then eventually i moved up to craft services so they put me in charge of like helping with food which was kind of fun because i it was like setting up a table on fifth avenue with a million sandwiches and trying to stop the passerbys from eating it while it's supposed to be for the crew that's waiting there and then uh, i have to go to lunch i have to go to whole foods and buy like 20 different types of milk for the coffee and then walk it back on the oh subway. My and then I became a driver on it after that and I would drive equipment back and forth to Queens. The that, store. That was so, fun. Yeah, it was cool. It was a cool job. It was hard work. But yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, all of that. So after, for, so after The Apprentice, now I know because we talked already before this, yeah. I want to hear you were on a show. I was. Many, many years later, I submitted a video to survivor man he did a fan challenge and i uh won that was in like 2014 or 15 and um I had eight seasons it looks like because i'm showing the the page yeah, i think it was in season six i appeared on less stroud dot ca and it was survivor man yep and um it aired october 2015 I didn't get I didn't get uh, picked because of my survival skills. I got picked because I knew how to use a camera. Okay. And I was good at telling a story because on Survivor Man it's him with his cameras. There's no crew. So I went out there in the woods with him for three days, uh, six hours north of Toronto in Tomogamy National Forest, with uh, really poor clothing. I didn't uh, properly dress. And they didn't tell you? They didn't send you? They, they told me, but I had bought a new winter coat, and I thought it would be good, but it was really like a spring coat, and I should have no. taken another winter coat. So it was my, that was my fault. But, uh, yeah, I got to pick two items. So I picked my water bottle because it, fil it had a filter in it, and it was uh, metal, so I could boil it. Okay. And then I picked a hatchet because I didn't know what it would be like out there, and I'm terrified of uh, bears. So I was like, I'll chop a bear if I have to. But ended up having a flint and tinder or a, just a flint striker on the back. So I was able to make fire. Fire. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, well, at least you had that, your, your spring coat. Yeah. But since I'm a complete moron, I was hitting the flint on a rock thinking I'd get a spark. spark uh -huh. and I broke the flint down to like a nub like that. And then he, so he left me alone at night to make sure like make me make my own camp and he came back just to check on me and i was like hey so how do you get a get a strike off the flint and he's like just use the axe handle i was like oh god so stupid 
So then I'm trying to get a fire with this nub on a sharp axe handle to get sparks when I broke off the whole piece. Oh my god. Wasn't picked for my survival skills. No, but you provided entertainment, I'm sure. Yes, it was good. It was a good episode. It was a good, like, learning episode. And... How embarrassing. Well, were you embarrassed or were you just like, so you were by yourself with no fire in the in evening? I managed to get a fire. You did? Yeah. Okay, so he came to check on you before, just before that. about three hours. He was not completely heartless. No, he wasn't totally heartless. He was. He left me for the night and then he said, look, I'll be within distance to hear your whistle so oh so you had a whistle i had a whistle he's like if anything happens just blow the whistle i'll be there in like 15 minutes okay and did he was he glamping did he have like a setup himself no he well he had some more equipment than me he wasn't glamping like he was still out in the woods but he had a he had a tarp and he had actually um a little survival tin that he it was his new survival tin he was selling so he was testing it out but it had all these survival items in it. So. He didn't give you a tin. He didn't, no. Well, <laughs> that would have been a great little test product. Maybe he was afraid to after he saw you come with the coat. When we, when we started and we went out, he offered that I, because I brought my Les Stroud book, uh-huh. How to Survive Out Here, just to show him to be like, hey, man, like, I thought it'd be cool to bring this. But then he offered like, hey, do you want to bring that out? And I said no, but I regret saying no because I should have brought it out and I could have looked like, oh, I can do this and this because my shelters were terrible. I just, the first night I just picked a spot under a bunch of trees because I thought, well, if it rains, it'll just hit the trees and not me. But I didn't build anything really. And then the second night. How did that work for you? (laughs) It was cold. Really cold. Oh, I'm sorry, but it is a is a good story. <laughs> yeah, and it came out. It looks good on camera. All right, so it, it's season six and one of those episodes. It's, yeah, it's episode one. It's uh, challenged by the master. Okay, I'll have to go check that out. That's funny. So all in all, you enjoy what you do. I take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if somebody wanted to get a hold of you and to now, can you also? And I I didn't ask you, so I apologize if I'm putting you on the spot. Oh boy. You kind of help people with like creative ideas. Is there like a package they could, you know, purchase from you and say, Hey, do an audit of what we have and maybe give us a strategy. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, that's, that is one of the things I have on my flyers. I do like a free three minute audit where I'll, I'll check out your social media pages or your videos that you're currently producing. And then I'll just tell you what you can improve on and uh, what you should target in terms of story as well as like video quality. Okay. And then that's like the free thing. And then if you want to take steps to, I have three packages. Um, I, I do specials that are like starting at a thousand. I do one of those every month. And that's like, um, I just come out and kind of shoot whatever we get. So there's no promise of content. It's like, you'll get 30 seconds, but we may get five, six minutes. Who knows? Oh. But but the other packages, there are 2,500, 5,000, and 10,000, and you, so first off, you get a wealth of content. You don't just have one. You have, like, at least a month's worth with those. The 10,000 one, I think you end up getting, like, three months' worth of content. But then you also get, you know, one is just me and an assistant, and then one is an actual small crew, like five people, where you can have lighting, and you can have a drone shot, and you can do stuff like that. 
Which so, is good. Yeah. Because because look at the lighting I have right now. If I had your skills, I would not be sitting in the dark. <laughs> yeah, you just need a lamp. I cannot believe at noon in Florida, this is how dark it is. Well, it looks kind of cool because my office is bright. <laughs> but I'm side by side. Do not, do not plan on this happening. But yeah, so lighting is important. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so yes, um, I do offer like, writing services as well it's not just oh i'm gonna come out and just be the director or be the producer no i'm, I'm willing to work whole, with. the whole gamut yeah i was gonna do um so just one example i was working on the cheese guild of pennsylvania uh that's been pushed back to next year but the uh i guess the contact person there is really cool and she had some ideas and we just bounced them back and forth of of how to do it um and it was based off of an ad that I did with Bond Place where she was promoting her covered bridge farm stand, but he dressed as a sheep. And we weren't like so serious about, oh, we have to make a cool, serious video. Right. He was dressed in, in a sheep outfit saying like, oh, they have eggs, they have cheese, they have this, they have that. <laughs> so, depending on the client, like, yeah, it could be funny or it could be totally Pretty serious. standard and serious. Yeah. Nice. But it's just an option for smaller businesses to go to as opposed to an agency in the city that will hire a new agency and then a production company and then costs get higher and higher and then a crew of 30 people and they can get outrageous. Yeah, you don't always need that. You, sometimes you just need two or three people to make a good video. You know? Because as we've learned, you need to feed them and then you need to take all the trash too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you need to buy eight different uh, milks so they have for their coffee. Right? Soy milk, almond milk, almond milk, vanilla. Soy. 1% whole milk. <laughs> so people can reach out to you. So um, do you want to spell out your name, uh, your company name for, for everyone? And then, because obviously I can't get that right. And then <laughs> tell everyone how they can find you. Sure. So it's Nums Films, and that's N as in Nathan, U M as in Mother. S as in snake, and then films. And it's numsfilms at yahoo.com is my email. You can also go on YouTube, just youtube.com slash numsfilms. And on Instagram, I'm at numsfilms as well. So you got that branding down. So thank you very much because I've done, I think, three or four of these podcasts. You are the only one that knows your social site URLs. Oh. And so I didn't even ask you because nobody <laughs> I've learned. So you, you branded. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Is there any yeah. um, last minute stats or anything that you want to share with the audience? No, just that you're cool. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> All right, Joe, thank you very much. Yeah, and you. if you want to keep up with eGen Solutions podcasts to meet other interesting people like this and how they can help your business, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are branded as eGen Solutions as well. Look forward to seeing everyone again. Thanks.